Hello, welcome back to Upright Citizens. We're here with the great Ruben Rogers. What's up, Ruben? Uh, I'm doing all right, and that is the great Bob Debu on the other end. How you doing, brother? Doing great, doing great. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited about today's episode. We get a two-parter coming up today, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, we get to talk about guitar trios today. Hello, 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 hello. Big hope, fan. There's a lot Big of them fan. out there, a lot of guitar players out there. Yeah. Oh man, talk about uh, biting off uh, you know, a big bite <laughs> and how we're going to chew this all up, man. There's so much great guitar trio music out there that's still being made and great lineage of guitar trios as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm super excited. We're going to play some, play some uh, choice cuts, mm -hmm. talk about some of the different aesthetics and guitar trios, some different things that just come to mind that we've been, that we've been rapping about recently. And uh, you know, I'm excited to get into well, it. Well, you know, we call it jams too, because we're not going down the, the normal road, I guess, your normal yeah. paved road. Some of these roads are a little, you know, a little, I guess rugged in a certain kind of way, <laughs> you know. Hey. It's 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 this it's things that we think you may not quite know, and some things you may know. Also, obviously, it depends on how much uh, music you've 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 heard or studied, and uh, yeah, it's all about also just introducing people to uh, as much music as possible um, from the guitar chair, from the bass chair, but also you know introducing our illustrious guitar compadres. You know? Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed, and it's uh, we've previously done a piano trios mm -hmm. gems yep. recordings, uh, two episodes on that. Go back and check those out if you've not already. Better, but better. Um, you know we got to get into the guitar trio, and it's got a different, it's got a different thing to it, you know. Mm -hmm. But we'll, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But I, I, I figured just to get things started, let's listen to some music. Hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I picked my first cut here, and that's we're basically we're doing my cuts today, and then the next episode will be all Rubens, and we'll talk about it from that perspective because we just couldn't agree, we couldn't agree. So, <laughs> at all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but the first cut that I have up is from Maestro, the master Grant Green, um, St. Louis connection here too, uh, from an album called Green Street, uh, 1961 on the Blue Note record label, and. Um, this is just, man, this whole album is so incredibly swinging. And uh, we'll talk a bit more about it after we play a little bit. But this cut is uh, Alone Together. Great standard in the jazz repertoire, no question there. This cut has the great Ben Tucker on bass, who is not a household name, but should be for sure. Right. And I think you and I have talked about Ben Tucker before, too. Oh, you yeah. mentioned yeah, you know, his lope and, it's man, just sound is just incredible. And Dave Bailey is on drums. So here we go. Let's hear a little bit of Alone Together from Grant Green's Green Street. Here we go. <laughs> Thank mm -hmm. you. 
I always do because that is so jamming. Oh man, I could listen to that all day. Oh, good. Ooh, he uh, Ben takes an incredible solo on this cut too, which I, you know, I don't. You don't hear a lot of Ben Tucker solos. No. He no. Uh, and, and I recommend everybody go check this out. I'm not going to play it now just for time's sake. But if you go to around the 4:10 mark, uh-huh. you're going to hear some. You're going to hear some it's good real business. Beautiful stuff. Huh? But man, there's so much. Okay, so this is 1961 too. Uh-huh. I, it's bass centric. We hear it upright citizens. I'm going to talk a little bit of bass. That's first. all right. That's okay. Man, the uh, double stops, the glisses. Yes. Yeah. Uh, harmonics. Like there was yeah. like a G harmonic uh-huh. in there, maybe yeah. something like that, or the yeah. D harmonic. Now, uh, yeah, what going, else was there? Deep, These triplet deep. drops. We going man deep into bass. I got some hints word. of Wilbur Ware. Yeah. From you know, like a little Wilbur Ware vibe in there. So I mean, the thing about this, this is uh, he's a, a classic case of when the rawness like of a player uh the vibe always wins mm. the feel and the vibe i would say and you and you, you you give me your your thoughts on this feel and vibe sound always i think prevails over what technically may be wrong or right mm. man you could say all that again you know I what i'm saying it. Yeah, it's like because that's what people are drawn to. I think musicians and listeners alike are drawn to the subtleties in someone's sound, the way they feel, yeah. and the rawness in 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 their personality, the way they bring out music. Because if I had to break it down more, because there's definitely some questionable harmonic things that he he plays from from time to time. Sure. But that's only coming from a very studied place that you notice that because, and of course, as I've grown as a person, as a musician, I actually gravitate towards those kind of things <laughs> way more yeah. now. You know what I mean? That like, sure. wow, that gave it character, that gave it nuance, that, you know, those mm. those things that he probably didn't even think of, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe later on, I was like, oh, why did I play that? But it doesn't matter. Everything else prevails, you know, For sure. when, 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 uh, you have these kind of special players. I mean, you you get you get. I think you get what I'm coming from, right? Hashtag vibe always wins. <laughs> yes, absolutely, man. Everything you just said. You talk about. I mean, some questionable, you know, harmonic situations. But anything about the beat that was questionable. Anything about the rhythm that was, you know, like, right. mm-hmm. and and that's you know that's that goes without saying. You could see. I had a visual image of 
of him just playing right you know and getting all this you know mm-hmm. all this beauty inside of that it's just something else entirely. i mean i think it's the same thing with with, with with grand green i mean his sound and his soul this the soul that he yeah. brings out of the instrument out of every single note you know i mean mm. a very iconic sound i think uh it, yeah which is to me i feel i've obviously <laughs> I feel like I don't hear much about Grand Green from guitar players. I'm not mm. sure why that is. Maybe we need to mm. bring some guitar players on to talk about it. But oh, he should. has one of those those iconic like jazz guitar sounds. You know it's Grand Green when you hear him. Oh my Definitely. gosh, it's yeah, so absolutely. you know th- the combination of sound and what he plays. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the way he plays it. The way he kind of moves through the harmony. It's 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 iconic, and uh, you know you know we're glad we're absolutely uh, yeah, and the sound on this record in particular too is done at Rudy Van Gelder's studio. Oh, right. The bass mm-hmm. is right up there in the mix. The guitar mm-hmm. sounds beautiful without right. being like mm-hmm. um, nothing against overdrive or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's got a like a nice right amplified sound that yeah. is just inviting and warm just and just wow. beautiful. So yeah, yeah I can't mm-hmm. recommend that record enough. It the whole. The whole album is just so swinging. Super yeah. good. Grant Green, Green Street. Mm-hmm. But uh, cool. And so the next way we're going to go, um, before we talk about the next track I was going to pull up, we wanted to, you know, just like discuss a little bit here. How about this, Ruben? We talk about like we've done piano trios before, right? Mm. The piano is a little bit more boxed in than say like a guitar could be right and i don't mean this in a negative way at all none of this is negative by any means but if you imagined say a piano trio going from a piano trio to a synth trio or a keyboard electric keyboard trio that doesn't really sit the same as saying like a hollow body guitar or acoustic guitar kind of evolving into an electric guitar situation Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. that's a little bit more accepted and perhaps that has to do with rock and roll or you know uh you know r&b what like a bunch of different things bunch of different factors that would do that but it seems like electronics and especially effects are more prevalent in guitar trios than piano trios right and that true. seems acceptable yes that may be an obvious fact but that just dawned on me as i was doing this there's a different evolution to guitar trios than there are to piano trios well i think also it comes with what there hasn't been much evolution to the acoustic piano sure. right uh right i mean of course it's what the 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 uh i guess the evolution was synthesizers and electric kind of right. instruments but they are drastically different right oh yeah mm-hmm. um i think the 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 whole idea that jazz guitar you still was electric you have to plug mm-hmm. it in to even hear it made it kind of like well the sound could still ev- it has that that sound, that same sound that you, you, you know from from the gym halls, from all that, it's just kind of evolved mm-hmm. a little bit, but it's still electric. It still had the same purpose, you know. So, uh, yeah, and this is this is also a rabbit hole. We could go on all day about this <laughs> for sure. But, and uh, but I, I think like. I think that's the yeah. thing about the piano, where you know that sound. Once you go move over to electronics, it it, it changes it all just drastically, yeah. you know, drastically. For sure. Whereas in the the uh, the guitar one it's 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 a little it's, it's subtle definitely it seems like there's just as much uh, of a of a a style or um aesthetic choice to mm. the guitar player's sound there you go as there is to the, the the notes and the rhythms and everything else that's going with the music but there is so much more on their plate for yeah. that that's you that's the I mean? word i was looking for aesthetic. okay cool thank you very yeah, much yeah yeah you know totally I'm write that totally down for next time so i can <laughs> 
pull that out. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I, I, before before two before we got onto the next one, I just wanted to talk really quick, and this kind of plays into the track I'm about to play. Huh. Is that if we're talking about guitar trios, um, and this could happen in piano trios too, where there's no bass involved. Nothing wrong with that. That's mm-hmm. okay. We uh, we love all kinds of <laughs> playing situations, even the ones we're not getting paid to be on. Uh, <laughs> but what about guitar organ trios? Oh. There is such a uh, such a history there and a lineage there. We talk about you know Wes Montgomery with uh, you know Jimmy Smith and Boss Guitar, Guitar on the Go, etc. And there's many many more too. Yeah. Uh, where we talk about you know organ trios. Now I as I was listening to this particular album the other day in the car I was driving around because this one's in the car just like it's been in the car for like three weeks now anyways mm-hmm. it usually is because I've got a CD player and there we go anyways I'll stop wow. but it dawned on me the other day and here I guess I got to reveal now I'm talking about John Schofield's uh, on route mm-hmm. album mm-hmm. which is with uh, the great Steve Swallow on electric bass and Bill Stewart on drums and likely a lot of folks know this album or I would hope because mm-hmm. it's just epic uh and then i'm going to play particularly i'm going to play this song called name that tune which we can get into as well but it dawned on me the other day that steve swallow is maybe this is intentional maybe this is not but it sounds like an organ foot pedal it sounds like organ bass at times right and i'm like this is this is like a different evolution for bassists mm. to be evolved yes. from an organ. Right. You know, that's that's a different thing entirely. And if that's, you know, that just never crossed my mind before. Yeah, what, what do, you, do you have any thoughts on that? It, it, I'd be very uh, curious if that was his, that's his intention. I, I doubt it, but it definitely, uh-huh. definitely, uh, what, now that you brought it up, it definitely has that thing. Because that kind of lack I wouldn't say lack of, but you don't have as much attack to the note. Also, yeah. like you would hear on a on a regular electric or even acoustic bass, that 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 kind of mm-hmm. like ping on the note with with with, right. with Bill. It's more. I mean, but also, we hear that with Steve. Huh? You Sorry. hear more of that middle. Yeah, you hear more right of that in the middle because he plays with a pick. Mm. You know, but that's the funny thing I'm realizing. Well, let me when I hear this hear this, I'll, I'll know. But that's the interesting is that even though he plays with a pick, you don't. That, that that kind of attack it's a different kind of attack altogether but it's yeah. still you know it's it's it's, it's it kind of swells it doesn't you don't hear that p- p- you don't hear it the same you know at times you right. do like when he solos you probably hear it more but when he's when he's um just walking it's it's interesting how you don't hear the that sound the, that's that. a great point i hadn't thought of it that way yeah, yeah the attack is the attack is different and maybe that's what i'm latching onto with my right. ears right right so right. yeah mm-hmm. excellent well let's let it rip and maybe mm-hmm. you know see what y'all think when you're hearing this right. some electric bass this mm-hmm. is john schofield's uh on route album with bill stewart and great steve swallow mm-hmm. uh this is name that tune Thank you. 
So much guitar. So yeah, I, I was right. Mm. You, you don't hear you don't hear a lot of the attack. I mean, at that tempo, it's going to be hard to hear any attack from any, sure. any instrument, any bass really. Uh, yeah. But it it is it's interesting. I guess the other thing that I can I, I my ear latched on to the, the the bass geek in me is that he he's playing in uh, almost in like one position a lot of that time. A lot of time. The, like the, the, the the or I should say maybe the first would sound like either right in the middle or right uh, like the first five frets for a while you know what i mean mm, like mm-hmm. when, especially during the a's he was he was playing just here he's like keeping it simple because this tempo is fast for this tempo and yeah. let me make the, me- the best music out of just this space right here you know that's the that's that's the that's a lesson to be learned y'all <laughs> yeah for sure whether that's upright electric sonically just whatever instrument yeah totally totally right, 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 it's right. just laying he's laying that beautiful beautiful rhythmic pad and playing just really beautiful lines yeah that, that hook up the hook up between bill and uh <laughs> and steve are, is wonderful and uh, yes indeed yeah, yeah. And uh, initially, the probably the first dozen times I heard this, I was probably just latching on entirely to Bill Stewart too. I just don't understand. I still don't understand. Yeah, his, his beat is magical. His beat, his beat <laughs> is magical. I've I've gotten to feel it a few times in my life, and it's it's yeah, it has that that what you hear is what you get. <laughs> it's just like wow, it's like a train. It's like here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And that's you know, if we talk maybe just a mention of Steve Swallow too, he started out on upright bass. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, the Pete LaRocca has an album where he's playing upright, and that's the first kind of situation I know him from. And then also Jimmy Jeffries. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, mm-hmm. but there was a trio with Jimmy Jeffries on clarinet. And a guitar I can't think of, and then Steve Swallow on upright bass. Mm. A video, some you interesting. St- a video you're saying? Or no, there's some records, records. That, that were put oh, okay. out. Okay, yeah, so I've seen Fus- him on Fusion some video 3. playing upright bass. Actually, is that right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He did like, some stuff with Art Farmer, I believe. Yeah, and I mean, maybe yeah. that's. I mean, yeah. he. he t- I mean, we, we should definitely do some trivia on the, uh, on this and get get it right. But uh, yeah, he was he was definitely like on the scene as an upright player, and you know. Who knows what that transition looked like? Uh, we just need to study and, and find out so we can tell our, sure. our listeners because he's definitely an iconic uh, figure of our music. Still alive, doing his thing, living in the islands with his his wife, <laughs> uh, Carla, yeah. you know, uh, I guess half the year or something, and then back up in New York the other half. But anyway, 
Crazy. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But you know, just just make a note that that's that's electric bass in the mix. That's yes. a different thing, you know. Yeah. So we gotta, you know, we get so much of the upright in there. Mm. Cool. So and then just the guitar sound too is obviously way different. We're talking about this was 2003 mm. versus what we heard with Grant Green, yeah. uh, 1961, and uh, so big big difference there. But yeah, absolutely the hookup between Steve Swallow and. Um, and Bill Stewart, and they've done much more together too. Just, just beautiful, beautiful. I picked that album just because it has personal connection with me, honestly. Okay. As I will with the next cut, Hello. which comes from the great Bill Frizzell. Mm. Um, and now this particular lineup, I don't know if they've done this before. Maybe you could help me. You, Ruben, you, you know all of this stuff, man. Yeah. The, well, the, the, um, the trio with Bill Frizzell and Dave Holland with Elvin Jones. Uh, no, but I mean, they definitely. I think in, in different configurations it's funny i asked bill about about playing with elvin a long time ago now that i wow. think about it mm-hmm. i was like how was that and he was <laughs> like terrifying <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. he said he was just scared he was just so intimidated wow but i mean but he obviously he, he rose to the occasion he was but he said initially he was just like oh this is elvin jones right there let me I, get the, it together. the legacy let me pull the it legend. together <laughs> let me pull how it together. how could you possibly <laughs> yeah you just <laughs> what can you do to prepare for something like that i have no idea right, right. um mm-hmm. but uh this is just an album that i remember picking up the cd just I think I was early on. I just picked it up based off the cover. It's got a really interesting, weird kind of sci-fi looking cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I was like, oh, that's Elvin Jones. And of course, it's Dave Holland. Mm-hmm. I think at the time I was picking up anything that had Dave Holland's name on it. Uh, just, you know, we've talked about Dave before. Both lot. huge, huge lot. fans. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't stop, man. He's still, man. man. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> the last cut I wanted to put on is, uh, as I was saying, is from Bill Frizzell. Bill Frizzell's album, and it's really just titled "With Dave Holland and Elvin Jones." I guess they couldn't, you know. That's that says it all. Yeah, but <laughs> when, know, from right. 2001, we'll go back a couple years. It's on Electra Nonesuch, uh, and this particular cut is called "Convict 13." And uh, I think this is there's so much great uh, Bill Frizzell trio stuff too. A recent album we were, I think we were just talking about with Rudy Royston and Thomas Morgan, and then there's just a, a bunch of a bunch of different things that he's put out. But this one in particular has just this vibe to it that's it's kind of weird mm. in a lovely lovely way right, I, right. I love it Very yeah so <laughs> yeah totally totally it's a little bit creepy but there's a lot of blues in there yeah. i wrote down in my notes it's a weird country blues okay there you go there you go <laughs> but this is convict 13 mm. let's give it a listen here
blues. Pure music, pure blues. I'm telling you. Wow. <clears throat> it. I feel like I don't hear I don't hear um Bill play much acoustic. Right? Lately, at yeah. least not in the past years. I got to ask him about that. It's great to to hear him on 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 that on acoustic guitar. It's it's so I, wonderful. Yeah. That's one of the things that draws me into this particular oh, yeah? cut too. That 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 vibe. It's it's just um, yeah. I love the sound. Yeah, I love the sound. And sonically, this album is just really beautiful. Mm. Uh, it's, it's just really well put together and mixed. And Elvin just slays yeah. me yeah. all the time. Just doing it, man. Obviously, I, I, so. I love the way Elvin's. Maybe I've said this before, but the way his sound evolved. Hmm. Uh, over the years, I think as far as his cymbals, his his the drums that he used with Yamahas, Yamahas, you can just hear. It, I felt it just got clearer and 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 it just I, it's everything. I like that period of of Elvin is very clear. You can hear like the kind of cymbals, all the mm. maybe obviously the recordings are different, but I, I like the old, you know, the way the but oh, the but it's just course. like. The, the, how his sound also evolved, evolved was is beautiful to hear you know um yeah so interesting yeah. how that is you know but definitely and that that tempo too this beat that he's laying down yep. that that man it's yep. just something else entirely it sounds so good feels so great and of course it's great dave holland just Always. doing the business Consummate beautiful sound the most versatile <laughs> one, one of the most versatile sounds in music in jazz definitely as as far as the jazz bass you know it's one of those sounds that can just fit anywhere you know can be yeah like, do that you know and it kind of just fits you know like you know uh, master yeah beautiful you know, hopefully and that's elastic that's what you said is that what you just said elastic ah. oh i said master but you said elastic <laughs> <laughs> he is elastic absolutely <laughs> absolutely that's a great definition for dave holland anyway. <laughs> hey bill but, uh, i mean yeah i mean sorry bob Hey, you gotta, you gotta edit that one. I said, "Hey, Bill." <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit it to where every time you refer to me, it would just be you saying, "Hey, Bill," <laughs> for the whole episode. <laughs> so that's two all right, minutes. Bill. This has been a lot of fun. So, uh, <laughs> just wanted to add too that we're including here a, a Spotify playlist of a bunch of other guitar trio tracks. Ruben and I are putting together, putting our minds together, and putting in some stuff. If you want to dig deeper into this, mm-hmm. find some albums that we're really into. You know, I mentioned the other Bill Frizzell album with Thomas Morgan and Rudy Royston that just came out recently. But Bill Frizzell has a great album with Ron Carter and Paul Motion. We've got some other cuts from great Kenny Burrell, Jim Hall, of course, yeah. Pat Metheny, yeah. uh, all over the place. Kurt Rosenwinkel, John yeah. Abercrombie. There's so much good guitar trio out there. And so hit the hit the link there with the to check out the the playlist definitely go check out the playlist i even go and check out these playlists people because bill uh (laughs) (laughs) you did it again (laughs) it's the hair it's the hair i know we look so similar definitely go and check out those playlists or that playlist this playlist all our playlists people because i mean i learned a lot from looking at these these playlists i mean bob brings in these these recordings that i've i'm like what 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 is this huh trio what trio of doom what I, i've never even ah. heard of that before you know i'm like yeah, what yeah. is that i mean i'm gonna <laughs> just leave that for y'all to figure that out go and check out and you'll see what i'm talking about some of the most iconic musicians in one you know room kind of like what we just played also but anyway yes yes I and think, this is just episode one so stay yeah. tuned for mm-hmm. the next installment of guitar 
trio gems and we'll we'll dig into Ruben's cuts coming up shortly but thanks so much Ruben always great fun to get to talk and listen thanks, and just man. uh be around man so thank you so much and thank thanks to you, all our listeners Bob. thank you thank you brother all, oh my pleasure entirely mm-hmm. i love this so uh big up to all the upright citizens listeners and to open studio as well hope everybody's doing well and we'll see you real soon all right peace, peace.